Support for this podcast and the following message come from Micanopy Winery and Countryside Vineyards. Ready to relax and get away? Then it's time to visit the plush green surroundings of the Micanopy Winery in Gainesville, Florida. Black-owned and operated, this winery specializes in Southern wines and offers a great way to relax with friends and family. Join us for daily activities, including yoga, horseback riding, or kids' go-karts. We are open 365 days a year and are also 420 friendly. Located off of exit 374 on I-75, we are easy to find, but hard to leave. Get more information at micanopywinery.com. Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? I am so loving this time of year. This is the first time, the first spring that I've had where I have my new backyard and things are sprouting from the earth. And it's like, oh, I can't wait to see this, this flower come up or this tree bloom or whatever. It's been fantastic. I can agree with you. I haven't been looking at my stuff that's coming up because you have nice stuff coming up. I have weeds coming up. So I'm not looking at it with the same eye. However, I have been enjoying just being outside. And I think this year in particular, you get the different perspective of being outside and being connected after this whole Corona Mm. uh, COVID time. It's been really important for me to be outside if you had asked me a year and a half ago, did I like t- spending time outside? You know, I was just like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I find myself on my back deck, hanging out, listening to the birds and, yes. and doing all that kind of stuff. And so it's been really, I, I think, centering and I think they, what they call grounding. Yes. And, um, it's been fantastic. I, I have um, bird friends now. I have hummingbird friends and all other types of friends. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to tell you is that it's almost time for my mimosa tree to show her stuff. Now, my mimosa tree, I know everybody's mimosa tree looks like this if they have one. (laughs) Mimosa trees have these really beautiful, fuzzy pink blooms. Mm -hmm. And um, when that comes up, you can never find me in my house. I'm always outside staring at this tree. And my kids saw, recognize how much I love my tree. And in the wintertime, all the little pink things fall off and it's just kind of bare for a while. So they bought me this little tree that I have in my office that has these little pink things on them. And I researched it and they are rose quartz. Oh, yeah. Little balls on the tree. And so I always, even if my mimosa tree is bare, I have that little rose quartz to fill in the gap for me. Uh-huh. Aren't you fancy? Your I, kids are so good, though. My kids know me and know what I like. But then I researched what rose quartz was. And then I felt mm-hmm. all more lovey. I was like, oh, and they love me. It has something to do with love or, you know what? I don't actually know all that it means. <laughs> But it says something about love. And I was like, oh, my kids love me. And they got me a tree of love. And I don't, I don't know. But it, it reminded me that crystals mean something. Mm-hmm. Stones mean something. Mm-hmm. And I believe they all have like superpowers. Like each stone mm-hmm. has its own superpower. 
But I just think I really stumbled into acknowledging what Mm -hmm. crystals and stones could do because I grew up liking pretty rocks. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's great. And my kids love pretty rocks. I have one in particular that loves a pretty rock. And I did not know she was onto something. You know what I mean? I had no idea, but she had a real affection for picking out pretty rocks and they were always these like crystals what about you though like I know you have pretty rocks around you okay so I I think I have a problem that I'm trying to get ahead not trying you're not trying no Mm -hmm. I'm not okay so I need a budget for my crystals (laughs) so that that's more like it yes so that my husband will still like me I mean I have I have an affection crystals now and so they're everywhere they're everywhere around my house and I wish they were huge but I don't have that budget yet yeah I've seen the cost of huge crystals and mm, it's like an investment you really do have to get the husband involved because (laughs) I want to buy this purchase but (laughs) you might not understand and and in in one of our previous episodes one of our interior decorator decorator talked about bringing a crystal in the room and just making it, you know, how it made people feel. So it got me thinking we should talk more about crystals. And I'm so excited because we have someone today who's going to talk to us about crystals. Okay. So I have to tell you, I have been excited ever since she has said that she would (laughs) do the show. (laughs) And she knows that every time I talk to her, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. But I really, really am. I met Vina on Clubhouse. And I feel like I've known her forever already because Clubhouse, all you get to do is talk and listen. And it's a really great place to pick up people's vibe and and just hear their story. And Vina is so interesting. So I'm going to introduce our- Please do. Our, yes, who we're interviewing today. So her name is Vina Critchlow and she is an avid traveler and a master beater and a certified crystal practitioner. She has been creating um, Ife Teo Artware, a line of unique uh, jewelry using healing crystals and beads she has collected from her travels throughout the world. Vina also leads women in a soul healing virtual experience, Waste Beads and Wine, where women remember the power of setting intentions, the power of their words, and the power of healing crystals to help manifest their dreams and desires. Each woman creates a custom design waste bead. Vina is also the founder of, I love this, the Grown Ass Mama Tour. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I love, love that. Love it. <laughs> Love it. And uh, so she does an annual retreat, which is curated for mothers and caretakers. I think that's so important. Mothers and caretakers and held on Mother's Day weekend in various locations throughout the world. I can't wait to get on that. Okay. (laughs) This retreat creates safe spaces for women to unpack, heal and rejuvenate themselves. Often Mm using the healing power of crystals and the peace found in nature. So is she the right woman? I think she, she is absolutely the right, right woman. woman. Kudos to you, Ramel, for finding us a great person to answer our crystal-related questions. Yay! Hey there, Vina. Welcome, Vina. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. I'm so happy and humbled to be here. <laughs> You're humble. I'm like, I can't believe we got her. <laughs> so thank you so much for being yeah. here. Yay. Now, we got you here initially because you we know you 
you know, just seemed to be the know all be all on crystals. Can you just, how did you get started with crystals? Great question. So um, I am born in the month of February. My mm-hmm. birthstone is amethyst. And for many years, I was attracted to amethyst, right? That's usually many people's first, um, their entree into the world of crystals, right? Your birthstone. And so I loved all things purple. I loved the color purple at one time. You know, I was all into prints, all of that. Oh, yeah. In 1992, I went to, I'm sorry, 1991, I went to Egypt with an Egyptologist, Dr. Um, Yosef Benyakinen. And on that trip, there were all kinds of people. It was a group of 40 of us. I was in my 20s. This was BC before children. Mm-hmm. And I um, came into contact with a woman on that trip who wore a crystal as a headband. In the, it was a um, clear quartz in her third eye. She wore a piece of lapis at her neck. She had bracelets with crystals on them. She had long, long dreadlocks and she would have ornaments of crystals sewn in some of her dreadlocks. She had anklets with crystals. She talked about having crystals tucked up under her breasts and um, also yoni eggs, which are crystals that you can um, put into your vaginal canal to tighten the the walls of your vagina, right? And, And that's an ancient practice. And so... I was enthralled. And the reason she talked about it was because in Egypt, there are energy vortexes throughout the country. And so part of this trip was traveling to some of those spaces. And she believed that having those crystals coupled with her, um, with being at these energy vortices allowed the crystals to be charged and allowed her spirit to ascend, you know, to, to in more in alignment with her higher self. So I'm in my 20s. I'm looking at her. I'm like, ooh, you're different. You're kind of weird. <laughs> you went with weird, 30, huh? Fast forward 30 years. Yeah, I'm not you're that ready. woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you kind of look like the woman you were describing. So. So, for those of you that cannot see, I do not have any crystals around my head, nor <laughs> I do have some at my neck, though I'm wearing mm-hmm. Botswana agates. But um, I was just fascinated. So I come back from Egypt. The next year I went to West Africa, I went to Ghana, Togo, and Nigeria, and um, bought more crystals, right? More, I bought malachite, I bought carnelian, didn't really know what I was getting, I was just getting it. 1992, I relocate from Brooklyn, New York, where I was born and raised, to Atlanta, Georgia. And I brought these crystals with me, didn't know what I was going to do with them. Right before I left, there was a friend of mine whose um, partner at the time was making jewelry, And she said to me, um, I said, you know, I got all of these strands of crystals. I want to do something. And I've always loved crafty stuff. She says, I'll show you where you can get the, what are called findings. So the posts, the hooks, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so we went crystal shopping. I mean, we went finding shopping. I brought the pieces back down to Atlanta with me when I moved. And the rest is history. I've been making jewelry ever since. I started out making jewelry learning more about the crystals as I made the jewelry, because then there was no Google. There was no internet in the early 90s that was accessible to everyone, right? Right. So I'm I'm learning from people. You're actually having conversations with live individuals. Wow. And you're learning, and and then I read books, and I could feel, because um, many of the people said to me, you will feel the energy of the crystal. 
and I, I aligned with what my body, so I was attracted to what my body, my spirit aligned with. Fast forward about 20 years, my name is Vina Ruby. I've gone with the name Ruby all my life. And one day I was talking to someone and now I'm deep into crystals. I'm making jewelry. I'm, I'm researching the properties. I know a lot about crystals, about how they're formed and the healing aspects, et cetera. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and I was like, oh shit, my name is Ruby. And it was like one of those, it was like one of those, mo- one of those moments, you know, when you're like, how many years old were you when you, I was today's years old when I realized my name is so I, it's for, then that just further fortified it for me. It's like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So yeah, that's the beauty though of this space for me. Um, once I reached 50 and above, it was like all of these things just fell into place. Wow. Okay, that's that's nice. 50 and above and all things are just falling into place. You mentioned that the crystals have energy or that that's one of their properties. Okay. Can you pick one and tell us about it and how that energy works? Could you give us a, a this particular stone as an example? You know, Absolutely. rose quartz or something, you know, but whatever. <laughs> you choose, whatever. Whatever I choose. So I want to remind us though that colors, we're attracted to colors for a reason reason. Colors carry an energetic frequency. I also want to remind us that everything is energy. Space is energy. It's just not filled, right? But when you have, you look at your hand in front of your face, that's energy, but your hand is actually formed. You can see that, right? So crystals carry a frequency. They're um, found underneath the surface, you know, in the earth. What is amazing to me though, is that they come out with these radiant, beautiful colors. And like, how does that happen down in the dark, right? Mm. So they they have this energetic frequency. They're like the energetic footprint, if you will, of the earth. And so I get so excited. I have to calm myself down because my words start to get jumbled. (laughs) So rose quartz. Rose quartz is a crystal that aligns with our heart chakra. Mm. Our heart chakra is normally the color green, but rose quartz is a crystal that carries the same frequency as the heart. And the way we determine the frequencies is based, it's it's a whole science to it, but know that there's an atomic and molecular structure to everything, right? Mm -hmm. And so crystals, because of the simplicity of their structure, that lattice or that note that they have, because each crystal has a certain note, similar to wine having an individual note, that is repeated ad infinitum. And that gives us the frequency. So some crystals are of a higher vibration, mm-hmm. some have a lower frequency. So the, the crystals that align with the root um, chakra, because there are seven energy centers in our body. Well, there's hundreds of them, but there are seven commonly referred to ones. So the root, the sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, um, third eye, and crown. Those, those chakras each have a specific color that align with them. And so rose quartz aligns with the heart chakra, whose color is green, as I said. So crystals like green aventurine, mm-hmm. calcite, green calcite, um, jade, those align with the heart, but so does rose quartz. Rose quartz carries the frequency of love, of unconditional love. It's a crystal that reminds us to love ourselves first. 
Hmm. to that when we open up our heart space, when we are able to love ourselves and feel and understand and acknowledge our worth, that we're able to receive more love as well as give more love. Ooh, I like it even more. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I was curious. I mean, like five years ago, I would say I wouldn't have heard that much about like crystals the way I hear about crystals now. It feels to me like there are a lot of people who are like, oh, crystal this and crystal that is more, it feels more mainstream. Um, Have you found that to be true? So I have. What is beautiful about this time, right? They call it the age of Aquarius when we are coming into awareness, right? The Mm -hmm. pandemic allowed us, you talked about being able to appreciate nature more, right, mm-hmm. Rumel? Yeah. And just giving us, and, and you spoke, um, Tawanda, about spending time in your outdoor space. Mm-hmm. It gives us time to just really align with the natural frequency, the natural rhythm of life. Because guess what? We were forced to be in, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're not going to do this the way you're supposed to. Let me just create an environment where you have to do it. So is it more popular now? I would say yes. But remember, they've been here for billions of years. There's records of lapis, of amethyst, of, you know, different crystals being used um, throughout the Bible, throughout Egypt, throughout the Roman times, throughout history. Right. No, I agree. It's just that I I think we all knew somebody who was like that lady you met on your trip. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I don't know what's going on with her. She's very nice, but she's She's eclectic. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But it doesn't feel as it doesn't feel as foreign to me. Oh, not yeah. anymore. Not I, anymore. It I just don't know. Feels like, is it mm-hmm. is it me? Because now that I'm starting to recognize that there are meanings to crystals and, you know, am I seeing it more? Is it has it become more trendy? I don't know, because, you know, Venus said you know, she's talking about the early 90s. Maybe we just weren't paying attention. Well, that's what I'm curious about. Are more people paying attention now? It feels very mainstream now. It like did Beyonce start wearing some crystals and now everybody's talking about them? Well, you know, that was part of it. It became very mainstream through through the media, right? Mm-hmm. And through famous people aligning with them. But it's also, the it's the energy. It's the space we're in. It is the energy that beckons that we are still and pay attention to things. So there are crystals in your watches, right? If you wear a watch, mm-hmm. there's crystal quartz in a watch. It helps to keep time. It's always been there, mm-hmm. right? But now we're more aware of the power. What do people mean when they refer to crystals in a healing way? Because I'll see healing crystals mentioned are Reiki using crystals for healing. And how, how does a crystal help heal you? So crystals should not replace the advice of a medical um, expert, right? So should not replace the advice of your doctor or nurse practitioner, physician's assistant, none of that. Crystals, so our bodies are energy. Crystals also have energy. Everything is energy. Mm -hmm. When we are able to be in a space where we can be in alignment with the crystal, our body is able to to adjust or receive the frequency of that crystal. So for example, the solar plexus, which is right um, below your, right around your breastbone, your upper abdominal area, Mm -hmm. that is the seat of our emotions. 
And that is also a chakra that's represented by the color yellow. It is a, an area where sometimes you may have, you may feel digestive issues, mm-hmm. heart issues. Those kinds of, when, when those issues come up, crystals can help us to align with the energy in that area, with the organs in that area to, I wouldn't say heal, but to bring them back to a state of wholeness. It doesn't happen automatically. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you go to, if anyone has ever been to an acupuncturist or a, um, a chiropractor, usually it's not one treatment that gets you back into alignment. Right. Mm -hmm. It is more than one. And so crystals are similar they have an energetic frequency. Our bodies are made up of energy centers. And so they allow us to align our bodies. Wow. I appreciate your analogies or just, you know, helping me understand it in context. I also want to say that this is an alternative healing practice, right? In our society, in, in Western society, medicine is practiced or is, is accepted for, by many as a dominant form of of practice, medical, Mm -hmm. or I don't know, um, I've met doctors that will say they don't heal, they treat disease, right? Mm -hmm. However, um, in Eastern practices, things such as herbs, crystals, different tools, Mm -hmm. yes, scents, are used to help heal the the, um, elements of nature. And even Western medicine uses herbs and, you know, different plants to derive many medicines. So right. I just wanted to to add that as well. I think that's great. I just I had more questions. I have so many more questions. Okay. So <laughs> Romel has all the questions. I, I do. I have been trying to rack uh, try to get them all in order so I can queue them up. We have all the crystals. We have a bunch of them. So what do you have like a favorite like top five crystals? And like, can you give us the reason why they're like your favorites and how they help us? Sure. Before I I give you the five, I just want to say that you will gravitate towards crystals that, that, you know, you, you need to, or your spirit is calling you to align with. Right. So Mm -hmm. I, I try not to use the word need, but your body knows what it is you desire. Your spirit knows. And so just like colors, you gravitate towards certain colors, right? Mm -hmm. When you get a crystal, however you get it, it is helpful for you to cleanse that crystal because the crystal moves through many hands and it's very energetic. It picks up energy. And so you want to release the energy from that crystal. So you can just run it under cool water to do that. And then once you have done that, some people will place their crystals in salt water. I choose not to do that because for some crystals that end in the letters I-T-E, like selenite, some of the calcite, they can break down in salt water or even sitting in water. Um, So once you've cleansed your crystal, I also charge it, I give it a job to do, right? Because crystals, as I mentioned, have a vibration. Mm -hmm. And so you wouldn't ask a data scientist to perform heart surgery because that's not what they're skilled to do. Right. You ask a, you know, a heart surgeon to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So you are asking your rose quartz to help you um, attract more love or, you know, I am love. I am connected to the vibration of love is a crystal, you is a um, mantra you can say while you're 
holding a piece of rose quartz, right? And just, you know, hold it in your hand or you can lay and place it on your heart chakra while you're laying in bed. Some people keep rose quartz by their bed. So five crystals, rose quartz is one. Amethyst is another crystal that is one of my favorites. And the reason it's a favorite of mine is because it can help um, with sleep. If you want to have a peaceful night's sleep, it's helpful if you put a piece of amethyst. It also represents calmness, right? It also allows, it attracts peace. It um, reminds us, to, it, it connects with our third eye as well. And it reminds us to trust God. I use affirmations with my crystals. So an affirmation I might use with rose quartz would be, I am worthy of all of the good in my life. An affirmation I might use with amethyst is I am connected with God. I am trusting God to guide me. The third one is clear quartz. If you have no other crystals, the first one to get would be clear quartz. Okay. I was going to ask that question. So thank you for going ahead and answering that for me. All right. Yes. Yes. So clear quartz is an amplifier. It's like, a you know, back in the day when you had a boom box and you would turn the bass up. Yeah. yeah, that's what clear quartz is. It turns ah, the I love it. It makes everything around it go boom, boom, boom. It just amplifies the intentions. Oh, wow. So, which is why it's always important to speak to ourselves with love, right? To, rem- to get rid of the stinking thinking, because as we think those thoughts, we're amplifying those thoughts as well, but that's not what we want. We crystals are a tool that can help us manifest all that we desire, that we dream of, and that we deserve when we remember the power of our words as well. So clear quartz is a crystal that amplifies intentions. With clear quartz, an affirmation I like to use is I am magnificent. I am a miracle because I love walking. Every day is filled with miracles, right? This opportunity right here is a miracle in my life. Who would have thought a month ago that I would be on a podcast, right? So it it is definitely, it reminds me of all of the goodness. Um, Citrine. Citrine is a crystal that corresponds with the solar plexus. Oh, let me backtrack. Crystal quartz corresponds with all the chakras. Mm -hmm. Citrine corresponds with the solar plexus. It reminds us of the energy of the sun. It's a pretty light golden yellow. If your citrine is deep in yellow or deep in gold in color, it has probably been heat treated or colored. Um, it's amethyst that's been colored. There's a lot of fake crystals going around too. Mm. Citrine is a crystal that attracts prosperity, abundance in our life. And like, who doesn't need more money? Who doesn't need more love, right? It's, it's right below the solar, I'm right below the heart chakra. So a crystal that is very good for attracting prosperity is citrine. And an affirmation we can use with that is I am a money magnet. Mm. I am successful. I am encouraging myself every day. I am worthy. Okay. And then finally, um, a crystal for the sacral chakra, whose color is orange, would be carnelian. That is the root of women's power. Whether or not you choose to have children, that area is very powerful. I host an event called Waste Beads and Wine. And at that event, we create waste beads and we um, talk about the energy in our solar plexus area. Because if you choose not to have children, that is perfect for you. But that is also the seat of where we give birth to ideas, to creativity. It's also the energy that allows us to flow with light 
It's the energy that allows us to tap into our feminine side to side that allows us to feel sexy and, mm. you know, just wear little shirts with our shoulders out and all that kind of energy <laughs> that it just, it manifests so much in our life outside of relationships. And so carnelian is a crystal that brings up the passion in our lives, the, um, the energy that allows us to tap into our feminine side. Wow. I, I like how you talk to your crystals in, in terms of like telling it what to do. You're giving it a job mm-hmm. and you're telling it very, you're telling all of them very positive things that you want to attract in your life. And I think that's, I think that's, I think that's the best part of having crystals. I mean, they're beautiful, but and when you think that you can speak intentions into them and it be so helpful to you and encouraging if nothing else, and when you look at your crystals, you're going like, I am, what'd you say? I am, um, huh? Go ahead. What, I don't know. I, I, the one that stuck to me is I am a miracle. I was like, that's, the one, like that's that the one. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. That's, I was trying to remember that one. I was trying to get to my pen to write it down. I was knocking over everything instead. So I do. Hey, this is recorded, so we can always listen to it again. <laughs> and if you um, if you send me your email addresses, I will be happy to send you a list of affirmations. Oh, that, that makes me so happy because I was going to have to listen. I was going to have to listen again. I was like, I'm going to write that one down. I'm going to write that one down. So I would appreciate that because yeah. you talk about them and they just roll off of your tongue. And I recognize that affirmations are useful and helpful. I have a hor- I have a memory that needs some work. Like my memory muscle is is weak and I can never I'm trying to memorize them. But you just say them like, well, it's what I do every day is, you know, it's something that I know in my spirit. So I would like to be better or get better at kind of knowing the things to say and I heard those I was like yeah I'm gonna write that down and I'm gonna list those those are gonna be in the show notes all the affirmations (laughs) she mentioned I'm just gonna put those in the in the show notes you are powerful your words your voice carries a vibration to it Mm -hmm. and it has in the beginning there was the word right that's what's in the bible yeah and your word carries a vibration so you have that is your unique gift your unique power you have the ability to create whatever you dream and desire. So whatever you look around and see in your life, whether you like it or not, know that you've created it. And if it's something that you don't desire, know that you have the ability to shift that. Yeah. You know, it yes. takes work sometimes, but when we are consistent, when we are committed, we are able to do that. And I say this to you to remind myself. Nice. I appreciate that. I guess we both do, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I actually wanted to move on to your waist beads and wine Mm -hmm. because you mentioned that and you talked about a certain area on women that makes us feel sexy. And I I just wanted to rewind to that part again because I haven't done a lot of research on waist beads. Ramel and I have thought about having an episode where we create, we make some waste beads and, and wear them and, and see and research them and talk about that type of thing. We haven't done that uh, yet, but we, we've talked about it. And I want you to know the first thing that comes up and, you know, I, I can help, I can use your, your positive energy and affirmation is why do I want to focus around my stomach? I don't want anybody looking at my stomach. I don't want to look at my stomach. You know, I'm afraid I'm going to pop the waste beads. Like I am popping out of my jeans right now. So, what is the fo- 
focus? What can you tell me about, you know, you named your event Waste Beads and Wine. Could you tell me more about that? And what's the focus on the Waste Beads? Absolutely. Exactly for the reasons you say. Because (laughs) as women, that's an area where we are happy if we choose to have children. We're happy to have kids, right? We're happy to, it is something that is revered. However, the after effects, we're not always happy. The children, the warrior marks, right? And so it's designed to help women celebrate their bodies, to remember the power of their bodies, to bring forth life, as well as I believe when we accept ourselves, when we celebrate ourselves, we open up our energy field to receive more goodness. If you're mad about a part of your body, that part of your body ain't going to be happy with you. Right. It's I mean, it's true. I, I think he was mad at me already, but you're right. I could be doing I could be creating that. But go ahead. You could. And, and, and it, it depends on the food we take in. Mm-hmm. Right. It depends on the drinks we drink. It depends on what we wear, because I know if I put on tight pants, I don't feel sometimes as comfortable as if I put on some workout clothes. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I feel constricted, you feel a way about being constricted. Mm -hmm. The goal is to help women learn to feel comfortable in the skin they are in. So no matter what your size, your abdominal area, I call it your your circular, your sisterly circular measurement. Right. Whatever that is, love it, accept it. In addition to, um, so that's that's the first part of waste beads and wine, right? Because you got to give me your me- measurement, and I can't tell you the responses I get. Like I was like, oh no, no, you can even ask me my age, but do not ask me my circumference. That's what I call it. I mean, it's like what? That is rude. <laughs> and there, I'm sure, are women who will not participate because of their feeling around that. So I invite them to just come, just come sit in, just come sit in this time, right? If you feel comfortable, join us next time, because the magic is really in working with the crystals, because once you've accepted that as your reality, then the rest is butter. It's easy to do the rest of it. That That's the heavy lifting right there. So Waste Beads and Wine is an event that I hold periodically. And it used to be in person. I love to cook. And when it was in person, I would fix these wonderful meals for people and they would come to my home or Mm. other locations and we would eat and make waste beads. But now it's virtual, which is even more fun to me because you get to meet people from around the world that you would never come into contact with, right? So that's the beauty of the space we're in. And with that, we are reminded of the power of intention. So we set intentions for the waste beads and wine. This one will be, everyone will identify an intention that they would like to set at the beginning. And they will keep that intention in mind as they are creating their waste beads because it is those words, that intention that allows you to really fortify your waste bead with that energy that helps you to manifest what you dream and desire. We work in small groups. So there's their small virtual groups. And through that, um, we have conversation. It's like a quilting circle that our grandmothers used to do or a kitchen table. We sit around and talk and we talk about our lives and we meet each other and we share and we laugh and we cry. And then we um, come throughout the experience, actually, I'm talking about the power of intention, the power of our words, the power of affirmations. And I weave some personal stories in there 
and these are really just reminders because we know this. We know our words. We know the power of our words, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really just reminding us to be more mindful of that. So they're held periodically. The next one will probably happen after this podcast drops. Mm -hmm. But if people will follow me on my website, um, if you'll sign up at www.vinacritchlow.com, and I believe that will be in the show notes, Yes. as well as follow me on my IG, um, Ife Tayo Artware. Uh, I, you will find out when they're happening and uh, when you see it, register soon because it sells out. This one is sold out. It sold out right before I joined this podcast with you all today. I'm so excited. And um, yeah, there are different themes. This one is the Magical Mama Experience designed to celebrate the energy of the feminine divine. We've done ones um, where you selected intention. I am love. I am money. Oh, I am a money magnet. I am healthy and whole, I am every woman, or I am vibing higher. And I would um, choose crystals that align with those intentions. You get everything you need to make your way speed from your personalized string, which is why you have to give me the measurement, um, <laughs> sage that is part of a cleansing ceremony to place them on you that you will do after the um, workshop. You get a list of affirmations that I mentioned earlier. You also get a crystal chart and you get a selection of five different crystals, an affirmation card that I send you. So, oh, a small crystal. So all of that. Mm. And the pleasure of meeting people from throughout the world, from the comfort of your home. I'm excited because I'm going to be in her next class. Um, so I, yes, I sent her my circumference, <laughs> as you said, to That's Wanda. what I called it. Sent me your sisterly circular I measurements. I, I got you. Sisterly I got circular you. measurements. I'm going to work on that. I'm, I'm going to remember yes. that. Yes. And don't yes. say it while you're rolling your eyes. Oh, <laughs> no. We can see each other. So she saw that. She saw that. She called me out, y'all. She did. Oh, I love it. No, I'm ex so excited about this class. Yes, I gave you my measurements. I'm just, I can't wait. I didn't even know all those things were going to come when my little package gets here. But It's usually a surprise. There is one more surprise I didn't include. Ooh, yeah, we I, won't uh, tell you so that we're not I'm excited. I just wanted to know really quickly now, way speeds. Can you tell us like where they came from? Like, what's the deal with that? I know I see, I see pictures and things of people who are from Africa who wear them but I know you you told us there's a history to it there's a background to it can you just tell us a little bit more about that really quickly sure so there is a history there's history to everything right so right. um we see pictures of waist beads on the hieroglyphs in Egypt and ancient Kemet right mm -hmm. we also see them throughout um history in West Africa Ghana Nigeria in West Africa, they typically symbolize rites of passage for women. Mm -hmm. So as a when children are born, oftentimes, though, they often get waist beads. They also, all in Ghana, may get beads around their wrists and their ankles as well. When a young girl goes, starts her cycle, she starts a menstrual cycle, that's acknowledged as a rites of passage. She is moving into childbearing age, and so she may get waist beads then. When a woman marries, she may get another set of waist beads. And then throughout um, West Africa, they're used by women to track weight gain. So I lived in Senegal for some months, many years ago. And the, woman, the women I lived with, they rolled up 
and down, up and down, according to how much they ate or didn't. So they were cool like that. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know all of that. I knew some of it, but not all of that. So I'm so I'm thankful that you went over that with us. Yes. So they're, they're popular now, but they're also very spiritual. The ones that we make are more of the spiritual nature. Most women in their forties and fifties aren't showing their midsection. And if they are, girl, go ahead, because you yeah, bad. You go, girl. <laughs> go do or girl. You know, mm-hmm. can we talk? It's like, how you get there? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And and there are some people who um, buy waist beads and use them as chokers. You know, they they make the waist beads, but then they want to wear them outside of oh. them. They want them to be seen. So they wrap them around their neck. Althea um, does that. She wraps them around her wrist sometimes. I have people that wear them as anklets. It's up to you. It's yours to do whatever you like with. But it's a reminder that you chose you for an afternoon, right? And that you engaged in some intentional self-care and that you're really working on manifesting the life that you dream of, desire, and deserve, no matter what that is. Nice. Oh, that's good. Ramel, I can't wait to hear about your experience. Me either. I can't wait. I wish you could join us, Twanda. Oh, it sounds like I missed out on that timing and the date didn't work for me, but that's okay. It sounds like it's something that will happen again. So for um, myself and the listeners, we have an opportunity to do it. We still have another opportunity to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You do. And as a matter of fact, in September, I am doing an event. I'm doing Waste Beats and Wine as part of a larger event. It's a conference, the Refresh Experience, which is going to be really cool, which is a weekend of immersion into self-love and self-reclamation. And so um, I will also give you the exact website for that if your listeners would like to register for that. And they can also participate. And it's not, we're not calling it Waste Beats and Wine. It's through the self-love experience in one of the evenings. So it's going to be a virtual conference. Okay. So yeah, they can participate in making a Waste Beat then as well. Oh, this sounds so exciting. I know. I know. And so was there anything else, Vina? Because you you put out your, your... Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to make sure our, our listeners knew? Absolutely. So on May 22nd, I am doing an event with Linus Woods Mullins, and um, it is called The Feminine Frequency. You can visit um, me at www.venacritchlow.com for the link to register for that. You can also search me on Eventbrite. That event is going to provide each participant with an essential oil, as well as a crystal that aligns with an intention that you select. So you can select from relaxation, mm-hmm. emotional balance, health, or love. And nice. so, yes, you'll be able to, to choose those. So that's May 22nd from, um, I want to say it's 1 to 4 Eastern Standard Time. All right. Right. And um, Linus is going to be um, one of our guests coming up soon as well. Awesome. So that is going to be great. I'm I'm looking forward to her episode too. So um, that's perfect. I I've enjoyed this. I've learned so much. I know. I have learned so much and I appreciate you so much. I know I've said that over and over, but I really mean it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, um, Twan, do you have any more questions? Oh, yes. I have one other question for you. Vina, what is your superpower? My superpower is the ability to ground myself. And crystals are one of the things that allow me to be able to ground myself. 
Is that like meditation? You know, what does, what does that mean? So grounding for me means when I feel all antsy, right? Like if something happens, I remember my breath that helps to bring my blood pressure down. And I remember the power that I have in the situation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when it gets not even intense, when I have time or when I have the opportunity, I go outside and stand in my garden barefoot. Connection with the earth connects me with my ancestors and with the energy like none other. So I like to garden. I like to play in the dirt, as I call it. And so that allows me to ground as well. Interestingly, I don't practice meditation consistently. I, not as people view it sitting, you know, with your, your legs crossed and I do more active meditation. So breathing for me is a meditation. Walking for me is a meditation. Those are much more effective for me than sitting in stillness. Beating for me is a, a meditation where I don't even realize that I've created something. So many things have come to me during that, mm. that sitting. Mm. That's a wonderful, I mean, to change, to take that and really make it your business. Yeah, I mean, for I, real. I would like to make my business meditation. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's a great thing to be able to do. So oh, that's so fantastic. I love your superpower. I do too. That's great. I'm thinking I should have that as a superpower as well. That one feels like one I need to add. <laughs> you do. You. I mean, we have so many, right? We have, so, and it's what comes up when we need it or in the space we're in at that time. I um, I appreciate that. I started beating before I realized that was my practice of meditation. I would hear people talk about meditation and I would feel less than because I wasn't practicing. Mm -hmm. But then I also realized that that is my meditation. A friend of mine said, well, you do active meditation. Mm -hmm. And at that time, it was because I couldn't sit still. Like, I just <laughs> did not find the value. I'm like, I got too much stuff to do to be sitting still. But in making jewelry, I'm moving, but I'm still still. So many, I get so many revelations, so many answers, so many mm -hmm. questions when I'm in that space of just creating. Writing for some people is like that as well. So it's yeah, just yeah. find out what works for you because whatever it is, it is perfect. There is no, you are. Perf imperfectly perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever way you do it is the way that it's supposed to be done for you. There's no right or wrong way to do this life. You just do it. I've learned new things about my crystals because I've collected some. I love pretty rocks. Oh, and, you know, just, just having that background was helpful. And I am having a different thought about these waist beads, you know? So I appreciate just you <laughs> taking the time to help me think differently. I'm not the only one. I know we have listeners like me going like, oh, no, nothing around my waist. So we're probably feeling in a better way thanks to you. And I appreciate you coming here and sharing that with us. Yeah, I appreciate your openness. Thank you. And for sharing that, that makes my heart soar. There are, um, you don't even feel the waist beads on. You really don't. The only time you notice that there is if you rush into the bathroom and that's the only time people really pop them when they run into the bathroom and they're going to pull down their pants and, ah, all over the place. <laughs> I, I encourage you to join us. And I want to thank both of you. There's an African proverb that says, I am because you are. And so that you all embody all of that. And so I appreciate you. And thank you for having me as a guest or a, I don't even feel like a guest is thank as you a girlfriend. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you for inviting me to the conversation with my girlfriend. Yes. 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 
That's fantastic. So we're going to leave, let Vina have the last word there. Thank you listeners for coming in and joining our conversation with our friend Vina. Um, We will have all of her information in the show notes. Don't miss any of it. It's going to be a lot. I can tell already. (laughs) (laughs) So come and join us again. Thanks for joining us today. So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, Peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.